For all this talk we hear about hate, you know, it's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable in Canada. And then we turn a blind eye to things like, oh, you know, the little Al-Quds rally. Why is that? This is, a, this is an annual hate fest. It's, a, it's sanctioned by Iran. It's a yearly event. And even though, you know, there are open calls for the destruction of Israel, you know, you see Hezbollah flags raised. For whatever reason, this thing gets a pass from politicians who seem to have a hard time denouncing obvious hate. And up until this year, the event has been allowed to take place at Queen's Park. And only after a whole lot of lobbying and motions and and pressure from the Jewish community, uh, Mayor Tory, uh, you know, wouldn't issue the permits to allow this onto city property. But we, the taxpayers, we still have to pay for this rally, which is going to be now shutting down Toronto streets like university. So not only do they get to break the laws and shut down the street, we have to pay for the policing of this little event. So why should the taxpayers, certainly the Jewish taxpayers, have to foot the bill when this is just nothing more than hate? I want to bring Imam Mohammed Tawidi into this conversation. You may know him as the Imam of Peace if you're following him on Twitter. He is a national bestseller. He is focusing on security, Islamism, and countering anti-Semitism. And that's what brings him to Toronto this weekend. Hi there. Great to have you with us. Hello, Alex. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. You have been fighting this rally. Um, this is pretty personal to you. Before we, we move into to the rally itself, just explain for our listeners who might not be familiar with Al-Quds in the rally, what is it? Okay, before I start explaining, I should also say that seven, eight years ago, I was an organizer for these rallies in Australia mm-hmm. and around the world. And most of the people attending and organizing the Quds rally in Toronto were, were actually my classmates back in Iran when we, when we were fundamentalist radicals. Mm-hmm. So I've made the effort to do my research and to transition into a reformist peace advocate. But, you know, the police can tell you one thing, but they can never say, I've been in the same class with this guy and I know how dangerous he is. I can do that. Right. And it's really shameful to see this taking place in Toronto uh, you know, in broad daylight, the Al-Quds rally is is not a rally for freedom. It is not a rally uh, that promotes human rights in the uh, Palestinian region. It is a rally that raises the flags of Hezbollah, a terrorist organization with machine gun symbols. They call for the annihilation of an entire Jewish population, whether they be uh, supportive of the government or not. They don't want any Jews. You know, chants like from the river to the sea, uh, Palestine will be free. You know, from the river to the sea, they basically mean they're going to kill everybody from the river to the sea and take it all back. And it's just disgusting, and it's very dangerous. It goes against national security, and I just can't believe that the government here on a local level is allowing this to happen. It's an international movement. It's not something small. It's a huge parade that happens around the world. Why they keep allowing this to happen is beyond beyond me. Well, well why would that be? I mean, this is not the first time. This, this event's been going on for quite some time. The fact that the new wrinkle this year is that they're not actually allowing it to be held on government property, which is refreshing. But the fact that, that so many politicians at all levels of government seem to have such an issue with condemning this, or canceling it or going after it to me seems troubling because, you know, as I pointed out at the beginning of my show, if this were a group of, let's say, a thousand white nationalists or, or neo-Nazis, whatever, that would be shut down immediately. 
Mm. Well, I think it's political correctness, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, white men who do not want to be seen as Islamophobic or as racist or as siding with the Jews, you know, all of this political correctness uh, that is destroying Western society, they are forgetting the fact that many Muslims Canadian Muslims voted for them, they voted for Doug Ford, they voted for John Tory, and are now concerned that a bunch of extremists are using their name and the name of their religion to raise machine gun flags in Toronto, and they are calling Muslims. Muslims are calling upon John Tory uh, to put an end to this, upon uh, Premier Doug Ford to put an end to this. I'm meeting with them every single day this week. but it seems that, you know, they're ignoring the Muslims. I mean, you can say, all right, Christians and atheists don't get involved in this Muslim talk, but Muslims themselves are, are concerned that so many radicals are coming out chanting for the death of the Jews. There are Muslims that just, just broke bread during Ramadan with the Jewish community. The Jews are hosting the Muslims. You know, there's so much peace going on. And then it's just this one event that they they appear so weak in front of. And let me tell you this, Alex. If a politician in power really wanted to go after his opposition, and we've seen that happen in the recent elections, you know, if if they wanted to silence an opposition, they'll know how to do it. They'll do it through the media, they'll do it through social media, through legal cases. They'll bring them down. But somehow, when it comes to absolute terrorists, right, sponsoring processions around the world, like Hezbollah, Hamas, and Iranian regime, sponsoring these movements in the West, it's as though they don't exist and they just wait for it to go away and then it happens again next year. Right. And, and we know Muslim hate is up. We know anti-Semitism is up. I mean, Germany just warned Jews not to wear their kippah anymore. I mean, I was shocked, um, you know, at the headline. My husband read it. I mean, it was shocking. It's horrifying to us. But it's met with real indifference here. And so if we know anti-Semitism is up, if we know Muslim hate is up, I don't understand how we can sit here in this country and say we are against hate. We're going to fight hate. Uh, social media is going to hate fight. What, all this. And yet we do nothing. The actions do not follow our words. I've reached out to them so many times. I've written reports, and you know of this. The social media knows of this. I keep telling them to do the right thing, do what you've been elected to do. You know, this is a serious issue of national security. When you have hundreds of people marching down a road in a militant-style approach, the chanting is about annihilation. The chanting is revolutionary chants. I don't know how this gets accepted. Do You do know that Saudi Arabia has banned this march. The UK has completely banned them. Uh, Muslim countries have banned this march. And But Canada, and especially Toronto, doesn't want to go anywhere near banning this. And, you know, they're not really just bothering the Jews. They are endangering the lives of of Muslims who really want to integrate and really want to assimilate and just want to leave the problems in the Middle East, in the Middle East, and live in peace amongst Canadians. It's very hard to see them being ignored. Well, you know, we are seeing things like BDS, all all the, it's really become very normalized here uh, in Toronto, much much to my horror. I mean, universities, they promote it openly. I know it'll be, um, you know, openly uh, promoted at at this march. I think a lot of the anti-Semitism that we're seeing today has become so normalized that no one even understands when it's going on right in front of their nose. I think that there are movements out there that do see a benefit 
in the uh, rise against the Jews, whether it be for political reasons. I really don't don't want to point the finger, but I'm just saying that if Jews were marching against Muslims, oh, every politician would be out there condemning them, making sure that you know Islamophobia doesn't go uh, any, any further. But because it's the Jewish people, uh, it's very sad, and which is why I want to speak out. I believe that this is about peace. We shouldn't bring the conflict in the Middle East between Palestine and Israel, bring it here to the streets of Toronto on, on, on uh, you know, pu- public or government property, wherever it may be. It just doesn't belong here. We don't need this headache. It, it, we have nothing to do with it. These issues should be solved and dealt with in the Middle East, not here. And, you know, especially with such a fashion, I mean, writing a book is one thing, writing an article is another thing, but blocking in the road, millions of dollars, uh, you know, affecting the economy. This is serious stuff, what happens around the world. People lose a lot of money, businesses, blocking roads, if an ambulance needs to pass by, it's, it's just something we don't need at all. Right, and putting that aside, I'm more concerned about the normalization, that people passing by will just think that this is yet another uh, protest. We have a lot of them in Toronto, but this is just getting normalized to the point where people just say, oh, okay, look, another uh, march for peace or or for the Palestinian movement, but it is far beyond that because there's an undercurrent to this thing. There's an undercurrent, there's funding, there's media promotion, and there is political gain out of this. And they're also making a political statement that every year this happens, they tell their communities, look, we are so good, we do everything we want, and then come election time, the politicians come and visit us, which means they approve of what we've been doing throughout the year. It's just very wrong on many levels. And I am working very hard lobbying with politicians to make sure that we can put an end to this. You, you've come here specifically to try to shut this thing down, and it's been Every met with a, lo- with a lot of indifference. Uh, do you get the sense that it will never happen? I mean, do you feel like this is a lost battle? Uh, I, I, this is my third year that I've been here. Last year, I met with uh, Premier Doug Ford, and I congratulated him on the tweet that he issued, saying that he will take action. But it seems that this is far more powerful than just the Premier's decision, because clearly... They're still active, and they're growing in number. It's not like some of them are not coming out. They're right. growing in number, which is why they keep needing bigger bigger areas. Queen's Park is no longer big enough for them. Uh, so I think that it will come to an end. However, only if we do consider it as a real threat to national security. But if we're just going to consider them as freedom fighters, then you know they're just going to laugh at us and push their agenda right under our noses. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens on Sunday. Apparently, they, uh, the police have been told to watch for the hate and shut it down. But again, as you say, uh, th- you know, this has been so normalized and most people just are so politically correct. I don't have a lot of faith that that will happen. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Imam Tawidi, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have you on again and we'll chat. Uh, and, and obviously with you in town, we'll have another chat with you. Definitely. Appreciate okay, it. Thank Alex, you so thank much. Thank you so much. That is uh, Imam T- uh, Mohammed Tawiti. You know him on um, Twitter if you follow him as the Imam of Peace. He is in town specifically trying to get this thing shut down. And I think he makes a-, a compelling argument. It's not just about the Jewish community. It's also about the Muslim community. And if he can't get an audience with, the- with these leaders to explain it, I'm sorry, you're not serious about stopping hate. Period. Because it is on the rise. We know anti-Semitism. We know Muslim hate. We know it's on the rise. So why are you feeding it? We'll continue to watch it and see what happens. Here on Point on Global News Radio.